accusés d'un vol qu'ils n'ont pas commis, n'ayant aucun moyen d'en faire la preuve, ils fuient sans cesse devant leurs poursuivants. Pour subsister, ils emploient leurs compétences. Quand la loi ne peut plus rien pour vous, il vous reste un recours, un seul, l'agence Tourisque. I want you to keep this part in too. I want it to sound just as fucking crazy and off the wall as we need it to be. Because, ladies and gentlemen, put your fucking hands in the goddamn air. <laughs> it is time. You know this voice. You know this accent. You know it can only mean one thing that Jim has another show to plug. So he's back. He's back. And the A-team is back in full effect. We got no fucking idea what we're doing. We're just going to talk, have a little bit of a family reunion, family reunion. And now I'm here with Nathan Greenaway. Hello. And new puppy daddy himself. <laughs> the man, you know him, you tolerate him. And you, hey. and you, you, think, you think he's force sensitive, possibly. Scott McLeod, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hi, Jimmy. Welcome back. We definitely didn't trash you on our anniversary. Awards. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the shade, the shade that has been thrown on your boy because he had a mental breakdown and decided he didn't want to make the funny for a few goddamn months. Jesus Christ, you leave to better yourself, which hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. I've just embraced the drinking more, which makes things fun, makes things happy. Um, but I know you guys missed me because the more the more you trashed me. This is how this is how well I grew up. The more you trashed me, the more I'm like, these guys love me. They missed me. They really love me. And I, of course, after I was done blowing KJ, um, and I cleaned myself up, much like Scott had to do before we hit record, um, you know, just uh, I figured I'd drop in, right the ship, as it were, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, all the the trashing of you that was done was mainly done because Nathan told me to. He insisted we don't even call you by your name anymore. He wants to call you the American. Oh, forward. I know. I saw that the name was changed in the group chat, and I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. Nathan, Nathan, watch out, because there's a bus coming by, and I'm about to push you under it. No, it's fun. That that intro was so long, I had time to eat my last three sausage rolls. So now I'm fully ready to podcast. I haven't been listening. Uh, uh, what's going on, guys? What are we doing? Uh, oh, we're, we're just saying how, how much we love you, and we don't think you're a dick at all. Oh, sweet. Yeah, That's definitely good. not definitely not a posh Tory piece of shit that, you know, spent all of, you know, the last four months torturing the listening audience by depriving them and leaving the American in the corner with the flag up in the corner, 
quietly. They unplugged my microphone. See, what you guys didn't understand is, as much like Nathan on every wrestling podcast since, I don't know, October of last year, um, I was here the entire time. They, they just cut me out of it. I was given quality content, quality content, and the lads decided, no, we don't want him outshining us anymore. And that's what it was. That is actually true. <laughs> it, it was extensive. Didn't you motherfuckers miss me? Didn't you miss all this awful, awful shit? <laughs> it was hard to make all the podcasts still make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I found a way to do it. Well, you're a world-class editor, my friend. Apparently so. No one even like realized that I'd taken an entire human out of a three-person conversation. And and you know what though? Much like Bo Burnham in his new special Inside, Daddy's here to give you some content. He made your favorite, so open wide. Um, speaking of you guys, DJ, have you uh, have you guys watched uh, the uh, the Bo Burnham's Inside? Since we're um, catching up. Here? Uh... Oh, that's that's upsetting. The whole first topic of conversation is <laughs> off the board, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you only told, you, you told me about I it yesterday. That. Oh, you watched it. Oh, you guys talk about it. Uh, so what did you think? I It was quite the experience. I don't really know how to say it. I definitely, I also was happy to see that all the, the songs used were on a, a playlist on Spotify, and I downloaded it the other day when I went to the shops. Uh, I even used one of his songs at the end of one of me and Carl's podcasts. I think it was the content one. Oh, uh, yeah. Easily my favourite is Welcome to the Internet, which if you go to the YouTube clip of that song, it's on all the comments are talking about how much this is such a Disney villain song. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it slow, when it slows down and he does that evil laugh, that's like a huge trending thing on TikTok at the moment um, where it's just like people finding themselves insane uh, because the world is, you know, a dumpster fire. Still, ladies and gentlemen, 19 months later, here we are. Still a dumpster fire. But yeah, I, I really loved it. I enjoyed it. I wake up to that album every morning. Um, <laughs> it's just fantastic. I get um, shit stuck in my head constantly. Uh, wake up at 1130, feeling like a bag of shit. Um, just really, really funny stuff. If you guys haven't checked it out, Nathan, you included take an hour and a half out of your day and it really sort of encapsulates the um like the pandemic and how that must feel for creatives and uh and whatnot so go check that out but also in the world that has happened since i have not been here i don't know how much you guys have happened to talk about it but um alligator loki is my new favorite thing Um, I need it. I need it in my life and I need it everywhere. Uh, it is my new baby Yoda, even though I still love Grogu very, very much. Um, Alligator Loki is my new favorite. Continue. The, uh, we are going to be talking a lot more about Alligator Loki because uh, me and Carl are all done with Mandalorian now. And so we rebranded our new show called Podcasting Easy. Uh, <laughs> and, and starting next week, we're going to be basically reviewing all uh, each episode of Loki. So I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about uh, we'll have a lot to say about uh, alligator looking when we get to. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Nathan, have you had a chance to uh, sit down and uh, de- you know just douse yourself in uh, any of the MCU properties that have come out over the last couple of months? Yeah, I've watched uh, I've watched everything, which is bizarre for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from Black Widow, I've not seen Black Widow yet. 
Oh, neither uh, have I. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, but yeah, I like it. I, I don't like Loki as much as the other two. Really? Uh, yeah, I think they kind of. I was talking to to with Ben about this literally earlier today at time of recording. I just feel like they've kind of taken our Loki, like all the stuff that made him cool. And like he's become like beige Loki and there's all these like fun Lokis around him who we're not going to ever get to see again. Like when when that president Loki appeared, I was like, oh, man, cool. We're going to get to see it. And then he just got his hand bitten off and then he was done. I was like, ah, we're just back with the guy wearing a shirt and tie. That's because if you step to alligator Loki, you best come correct. And President Loki didn't do that. He just didn't do that. He didn't. But no, it is quite fun. I don't mean to just crap on it. I'd have have enjoyed it. But I like. I was more of a uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier boy. I like that one. That was great. Yeah, th- there was a few really like excellent um, sequences in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, WandaVision is still my favorite. I think because WandaVision was like totally unlike anything else um, that I have ever experienced, and I've watched a lot of television over the years um and yeah it's just incredible stuff uh i can't wait to see how loki ends um yeah i mean what do you guys think where do you guys think this one's ending uh i mean i think the one thing that loki is missing and especially found winter is also missing is when you reveal the villains like when you the reveal of lady loki was very very missing a a great song to go with it like when we found out that it was agatha all along that's what these other mcu shows are missing they don't have as catchy a, a song as that song. But I've heard all sorts of theories that this will tie into the uh, the new Spider-Man and then Doctor Strange because of the, all the timelines and everything and the Nexus events will then lead to all the branches and the multiverse and everything. Because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Kevin Feige, I think it was said, this will have more impact on the MCU than the other two shows have had so far. And Nathan, what, what about you? Where do you think... Uh the final episode of loki will leave us oh man i think it'll just leave us just in pure chaos i think they'll probably break everything i don't know who they're going to reveal as the as the big bad uh ben did tell me someone that he thinks it will be because he knows loads about comic books but i can't remember their, their name now uh, uh kang kang the conqueror a lot of people seem to think it's kang yeah he's gonna be in he's gonna be in like ant-man 3 so you know like, I, I could definitely see him popping up and well, this. sorry, go ahead. Good. Yeah, I was going to say something that the first episode of Loki made me think is when they show like Loki's whole life and they show the, the scene where he kills, or it seemed like he killed Colston. It just made me, reminded me, like, I don't, I, mean, I haven't finished all of it, just maybe they did it there, but like, have they still not told everybody like, in the Avengers that like, Colston's still alive? So I was convinced that Mobius would, t- would eventually tell Loki in that meeting. Oh, yeah, you didn't actually kill him. They faked his death so the Avengers could come together and stop you. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was, like, pertinent. And I think Coulson does end up dying at the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If I'm not... I mean, I didn't watch a lot of it, but I think he does die again. Oh. Oh. Um, but I, I heard a very interesting uh, story about Loki and where the TVA might be located. Uh that some are thinking that the TVA is located in the quantum realm. Um, so that might feed into Ant-Man and, you know, quantum mania being the next Ant-Man film. Um, 
it's it's a little bit more in depth than that. But the theory basically states that if you watch Endgame when they're all flying through the the quantum realm to time travel and stuff, you see a small like you see like a big city, but really small in the background. And people think that that's possibly the TVA, which I mean, that could be, you know, I mean that because that could be how they're time traveling and going to all these Nexus events and whatnot. So if that's what we get and then we do get Kang Conqueror uh, as the big bad in the last episode, because I mean, spoilers, if you haven't figured that out already, ladies and gentlemen, we are you know what a day before the last episode of Loki premiering. So uh, obviously spoilers here, but at the end of the last episode, they defeat uh, the smoke monster from Lost who got a new gig uh, <laughs> analyst. I think I think its name was um, I'm in a lot of Lost groups and everyone's like, I'm so happy for him. He, he's still finding work. That's great. Um, and uh, it opens up to reveal that they are at uh, what was it like a city or a castle or something that was like the last shot of the last episode. So it's possible that it could be Kang. I hope it's not just because like nobody fucking knows who Kang is right now. So like it doesn't make any emotional sense to steal an argument from Mark Bernardin. Uh, but I mean, if it is, listen, Marvel is very seldom screwed up. I'm looking at you, Thor of the Dark World. Um, and yeah, I just I listen, I'm on board for it all. Fuck it. Let's let's see where they take us. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense what you said about the TVA because Mobius said time, time passes differently here, so I don't know how long I've been here. And like uh, Lang, when he went into the quantum realm just before uh, like Hank and Hope were like snapped away, like he said it was only a few minutes for, for him in the quantum realm, then he comes back, it's five years later. So that could easily be how it happens. And uh, it's funny that you mentioned Thor the Dark World because I was watching a podcast talking about Loki and they pointed out like uh, it's amazing how Thor the Dark World seemingly meant nothing at the time and yet since retroactively it's become quite an important film through them going back in time to that point and Endgame and then showing us and then Loki finding out what happened in, End in the Dark World because of Mobius and how he basically inadvertently led to his mother's death so they yeah. like become more relevant of a film years after it happened because I remember walking out of Thor the Dark World or when I went I remember walking out of Thor the Dark World and thinking wow that was a pile of shit <laughs> <laughs> you was that when the, when the Infinity Stone was just Venom <laughs> it was like a smoke or something and it like injected itself into you know it uh, Natalie Portman it was basically mm -hmm. a fate wasn't it <laughs> Pen. Natalie Natalie Portman got like addicted to jewels and like was just like strung the fuck out on jewel on jewel pods the whole Thor the Dark World movie. I mean, what's funny about you know Alpha Black now being called Malachi Malachi Black is instantly when I heard something like wasn't that the bad guy from Thor the Dark World? It sounds like a name of a Thor bad guy. It does. If he comes out and you just hear brother what? one more time. Open the portal, and then like just light shows up, and then he just appears. Um, I think that would be a cool new entrance for Malachi Black coming, hailing from the sacred from one of the from, from one of the seven realms. He's called Malachi now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, did you see? Dumb. Did you did you not see the the like the way commentary totally fucked up the whole thing? Like it was like a uh, like when remember when the Dark Order first appeared and fucking Excalibur 
was just like, I know who those guys are. I don't want to speculate on what their names are because they couldn't use player one, player Uno, and uh, I guess whatever Stu Grayson's name was when they were in the uh, Super Smash Brothers. Um, Malachi Black shows up, crowd fucking explodes. And then Excalibur, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone are like, is that? Could it be? Is it? Is that? Who is he? Is that? And then Excalibur is just like, that's a guy I wrestled 15 years ago in Dusseldorf, Germany. That's Tommy End. Then 15 seconds go by and he goes, that's not Tommy End. That guy's not Tommy End. There's no way. And it's like, well, then who the fuck is he? (laughs) Who the fuck is he? Still selling the eye injury, by the way. Good on him. Maybe, Maybe he's actually injured it. I'm really happy with you because anytime I can see Cody getting his face kicked off is a good time for me. Uh, but I'm just hoping, you know, after he's done beating the English when he beat Anthony at Gogo, that this isn't going to be Cody's new thing. Like now, on to the Dutch. He's going to come out next next week and do awesome, like Austin Powers dangling. Listen, Malachi Black, there are two things I can't stand in this world: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures and, and the, the Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> You can buy the new Dutch Hater shirt on AEWshop.com now. <laughs> <laughs> they do have to put out new shirts every week, apparently, so they got a lot of work to do, I suppose. Got so many shirts. <laughs> Most of them are pish. Oh, are they yeah. not good anymore? I mean, like I like the Inner Circle one, but that's like pretty much it. Have they just become like... What happens to most like merchandise where it just becomes like block text on shirts? Yeah, it's a little more artsy, but like it's definitely not like the heyday of uh, pro wrestling tees and stuff where like everything was like really really good. This is like I went through I went through the list one I think it was around double or nothing this year. I was just like, oh, they have a good sale going on. I got a couple extra bucks. Maybe I'll buy a shirt. I went through like seven pages of shirts, and I was like. Fuck this. Like, no, no thanks. <laughs> what did you end up buying instead? Oh, absolutely nothing. Oh, good for you. Yeah, just I saved the 20 bucks and was just like, ah, eh, fuck it. And then I, I probably went to the bar at some point afterward. Oh, good. That's 20 bucks for wife. a shirt is too much. The, uh, the local bar in town that I've been frequenting, uh, frequenting has uh, one of the owners is like a huge wrestling fan. So he's constantly showing AEW, WWE, NXT. He's always got the wrestling on like every single week. So literally, there's no reason not to go there. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I just, I hadn't seen a lot of the shirts. So I just went into AEW shop right now. What the fuck is this Jericho God of War shirt meant to be? Oh, uh, yeah. Cause he, cause he drunkenly said, yeah. allegedly drunkenly said, uh, on Dynamite this week that he's like, I'm the God of War, baby! And, like, what does that even mean? That's never been one of your catchphrases. God's sake. It only took 18 minutes for his name to get mentioned. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's in a pretty big feud with, uh, what did Jericho call him? My Jerk-Off friend. <laughs> That's... <laughs> what does he mean by that? Um, They're friends that jerk off together? <laughs> no, is that that Maxwell happens to be a jerk off? Yeah, but the way he says it, my mm-hmm. jerk off friend, it's like, hey, this is my friend. We jerk off together. And listen, I mean, listen, it's 2021, man. 
2021. There's no problem. It just starts to be a strange, like, they're never going to get that match on TV, are they? Uh, it's just like two guys jerking off together. Oh, like get two two of them like between a curtain giving each other Dutch rudders. Yeah. <laughs> no, if if they're Jekyll friends, then no more more power to them. Ladies and gentlemen, it took us a total of fifteen minutes, approximately, to get on to the content that you listen to the A team for, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I have to try and get it away from wrestling at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Why does Mark Henry have a shirt? He's not done anything yet. I know the show Rampage doesn't even premiere until next month. Oh. If you guys Rampage. Have yes, Rampage will be their uh their secondary show that's gonna be on TNT until they move to oh. TBS next year. Uh was it on Thursdays? Scott? I thought you meant the, the British Friday. Oh, it's on Friday, so it's on oh yeah, it's on right after SmackDown. Oh my no. god, there's another show. Don't they already oh. have three? Four. This would be the fucking yeah. hell. That's not that so much. Rampage. Not that type of rampage, Nathan. It's a show where every week The Rock shows up the giant gorilla every week. <laughs> and, and and puts on a terrible movie. Oh, how dare you. If Rampage was like a big like pro wrestling kaiju fight where they just put like skit like scale buildings inside the ring and two dudes dressed as i know this is kaiju big battle uh, for people who love that kind of thing here in the states but i guarantee you they would do three million viewers every week absolutely I really don't think they would <laughs> they have to film they have to film like six hours of content in the arenas now well, yeah, that's their own ridiculous. fault to be fair and that's what they, by doing that, it kind of shows that they decided that they're going to try and become popular just by sheer quantity. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you just can't escape us, so you're going to have to watch us. But little do they know, no, I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have to trim the uh, dark elevation and dark the, the fuck down. They're both getting to the stage where they're both like two hours each week. They're almost as long, if not longer than Dynamite. I don't give a fuck like, how many times like Eddie Kingston and Pentagon squash somebody. Like I, I want to watch that when I'm sitting there, I'll watch them on Dynamite. Cause, like I couldn't, I could not sit in a venue to watch any W show to have to see Elevation, Rampage, and Dynamite all get taped. I went to a three-hour NXT UK recording and I was knackered. I'm pretty sure that'd be half the length of whatever AEW has to do now. Let Let me ask you a question, Scott. When they said that Jungle Boy was the first AEW wrestler to reach 50 wins, on a scale of 1 to 10, how fucking dumbfounded were you that he had 50 matches that, like it, since like the beginning of AEW? Uh, was it like 50 wins in singles matches or just overall wins? Uh, 50 singles wins. Jesus fucking Christ. That's how uh, often he's on dark and dark elevation. Uh, I mean, I suppose you got to like, get him out as often as possible and he'll make that investment in Tarzan Boy worth it. you got to use that song as often as possible. You know, yeah. so he can spend that money. Yeah, that's true. These shirts uh, are horrible. They are. I'm on page four of shopaew.com. <laughs> I love how both of you were just like, oh, I wonder if these shirts are shit. 
I saw one from my best friend, uh, Sean Spears. It just said Canadian God on it. Oh, yeah, because he's feuding with Sammy Guevara. Who is the what? Spanish? What's the difference between... Well, he's Spanish. Sammy... Is Sammy Guevara... Uh, be that name's like Latin American, right? Yeah. So what's it... Why does it matter if Sean Spears is Canadian? Because... Uh, uh, Sammy Guevara is the Spanish god. Um, oh, okay. So, so, so yeah, Canada is so, better than Spain. I mean, if that's how Sean Spears would like to indicate that he thinks that, then fine. Um, but also, Andrade El Idolo is the face of Latinos. So, what is better, being the face of Latinos or being a Spanish god? Can we get that answered? Hmm, good question. That's a really good question. So, being the face of Latinos. That's what it says on his Tron when he comes out. I guess being the god would be would be better because you're just saying that you are a god who happens to be Spanish. But being the face of Latinos, that's kind of really pocketing yourself. It's like, I will only represent Latinos. So I guess being a god is better. Uh, yeah, I'll have to side with you on that one. I think that's probably the right way to go. But uh, I was at the bar last week, or maybe it was the week before, where Vicky Guerrero wrestled a match on television the year of our Lord 2021. And I yeah. say to the bartender, I says, I say, hey, uh, Mike, how come that even though the television is muted, I still feel like Vicky Guerrero is screaming at me? <laughs> Why is she wrestling? Because uh, she's teaming with Nyla Rose, and Nyla Rose is feuding with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Because everybody who wins the title has to feud with Nyla Rose for some ungodly reason. Because there's like six women that like can feasibly challenge for the title, and Sheeta beat all of them three times because she had to hold the belt for a year. Um, and then they took it off of her two weeks before we got like fucking full fans back. Oh no, they took it off of her on Double or Nothing when we first had the full fans back so now she's just back on dark but like who else would Britt Baker wrestle at this point for the belt hmm. Hmm. Justin Roberts has a shirt yeah it's the John Fucking... Moxley one no he's also got he's also got that there no Carol oh <laughs> does he a bunch of O's and like uh, it's just a, it's just an outline of North Carolina on a mostly black shirt like it's a tiny outline, all with all the lettering squinched into it, and just all like black space and a plain black shirt. Like you could have expanded that a little bit. Yeah, that would have been nice if like they actually like tried. But I, I like the the spray paint inner circle one is like literally the only one that I like. Yeah, I mean, people, idiots are clearly buying them. Yeah, there are plenty yeah. of people in the in the audience who buy them. Except for that guy who still wears was at the West Ham jersey. Is it not Everton? Well, he's got or to Everton. Or, I, don't, yeah, I, can't I think it might. I think you might. You might be right. It might be Everton. I don't. I don't watch the football. I did I party. <laughs> I did party with my Italian brothers and sisters all through Cliffside Park, New Jersey, because uh, we have a large Italian population. So, if I may, Forza, Forza Italia, uh, because. Little did we know, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't coming home. It was coming to Rome. <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to watch the final, but then my brother said he was coming over to watch it with my dad. I thought, I forgot I'll watch it with them. Uh, 
and Alabama like, ah, oh, I don't care about England score too much. I'm like, fuck, Italy, come on, get it into them. And <laughs> I sat there very tense to them until they, they scored like 17 minutes later. It yeah, wasn't it a three, was it three, three, and then it went to penalties or was it three, two at the end? No, it was uh, one, one oh, and then, and then it went to penalties. penalties. The penalties went because they missed three penalties, but Italy only missed two. Mm. Or did Italy got three penalties in and, and England only got two in? Well, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, as we all know, as with most things, football comes down to yardage. That's what it is. And they just didn't have the numbers. <laughs> Pretty much. But, you know, if we picked the ball up a bit more and ran, you know, and did all the stuff that you have to do in American football. Hmm. Loads I'd of like drugs. To, I'd like to give a shout out real quick, by the way, to uh, the in in elevated quotes uh, fans of the British national team who have crucified a 19-year-old boy for missing the last shot of the game. Uh, mind you, this is all secondhand information from listening to the Monday Morning Podcast with Bill Burr. And he was pretty pissed off about it. So now I, through osmosis, am equally angry about it on the podcast I am on. We should quit it before Scott gets too offended. It was the English national team. Not uh, that's the right. British national team. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Don't want to upset Scott. Uh, I couldn't give a shit. I think what you, what you <laughs> called it. I'm, I'm, I'm still annoyed at Scotland in general for celebrating and not, nothing each thing was England. Like, you didn't win. Aye, but they didn't either. Yeah, but they qualified and got to the finals. You sad fucks. Yeah, got to the actual final. Whereas you scored one goal. In the yeah, entire tournament against Croatia, and then got battered the rest of the and game. And then got battered, yeah. Oh, Scotland, you always have that nil-nil win. Nil-nil win. How do you win when it's zero-zero? You you be Scottish because that's the best you can expect. Because nobody expected <laughs> us to be there in the first place. That's the level of mediocrity. And then you take. acted like it in a real for real way. It's like, hey, no one thought we we're gonna be here, so we're just gonna be shit. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, people thought we were going to get beat four, five, nothing. So the fact that nobody scored anything, we took that as a win. But again, I say we. I didn't. I was still like, my my missing something when everyone was like, well done, Scott. Like, yeah, but they didn't win. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's my non-football watching mind just like, guys, we didn't win. Like, am I? I feel like my dad too. Am I, am I the only one noticing this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. Fun at the time, I guess, because Scotland could wind up the English that they didn't lose. But in reality, that was kind of one of the reasons why you went out, because you'd already lost your opening game. Yeah. And you only had three games to try and get through, and you didn't win any of them. That's because everybody has three games to try and get in. That's how it works. The qualifiers work, Nathan. Yeah, that, that was literally my point, Scott. Thank you for repeating it. <laughs> See Nathan, I have to, I have to, uh, I actually got the way that you described the uh, the the Scottish uh, people like acting like they had one zero zero because I live near where the New York Football Giants play, and that's exactly how their fans act. Considering their beloved Eli Manning is a career five hundred quarterback, and they are like, well, why wouldn't he get into the Hall of Fame? It's because he won both of his Super Bowl titles against the best team in football in the last twenty years. And only beat them by a combined, a combined seven points. 
One touchdown. Uh, Chill the fuck out. Chill the fuck win. out. That's how you win. Yeah. Let's be fair. Like I agree. Don't leave the kid. I was like, don't criticize the guy too much for missing a penalty. Having said that, I cheered at the time when he missed it because that meant it was one. What's this got to do with Eli Manning? Well, we were talking. Well, I was talking about to the point that we were talking about the abuse. The 19 year old. Oh, God, I thought I blacked out for a second and missed like a whole new conversation. <laughs> that's because you don't, that's because you, you love your sound of your own voice so much you don't listen to other people. Sorry, what was that? I knew, I knew that's what you were going to do. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like the, the fact that uh, this kid's gotten so much abuse, uh, I, like, wasn't it that's like, some of the older players could have stepped up, but they sent him in anyway. It just seems like a, it just it seems like the Wimbledon to, screw job. That's really just what it feels like. It was up to the the manager, and that's what's been said that he he obviously made the penalty calls. He put the order together of who was going to take them, and uh, which fair enough. Like Gareth Southgate, the England manager, had made he got everything right. He'd got us to a, only the second major final England have ever been in, so it's hard to question him. Um, but obviously, kind of in hindsight, because the kids missed the penalties, it looks bad. But if they'd scored them, he would be getting praised. So you kind of yeah. you can't you can't have it both ways. But yeah, the abuse is when it's, it's so easy. Social media makes it so easy for these cretinous human beings to act like this. Like they can just kind of. Although a few people have been arrested uh, now for the abuse that they've sent. Um, it's obviously on the social media companies. They make it far too easy for you to just create these fake accounts and decide to be an arsehole because it makes you feel we all hear the term keyboard warriors all the time. Uh, they just hide behind their screens and kind of show their true colours. But so until social media companies actually do something rather than just making statements, like it's all well and good for them to release statements and be like, oh, we stand with these people. But you guys have the power to actually do something. So why don't you, why don't you actually do something? Because this happens all the time, and it is a minority of, of people, but they they have a very loud voice. I I I I I really like agree with that. Uh, just because like I you know having seen people tear like supposed fandoms tearing down the thing that they love just because it what didn't go the way that they wanted it to or players on a team or i don't know fighters that you know i don't let's just get into it mcgregor poirier three happened uh recently and um chicken chicken leg mcgregor took a wrong step back and shattered his fucking femur because he's a hundred apparently um <laughs> um and lost well he lost me 20 bucks so you know send me a bottle of that number 12 whiskey or whatever the fuck it's called and we'll call it even mcgregor um i actually watched this show oh you did oh awesome yeah, okay it was it was a good it was a good long night of fights uh i watched most of it at the bar and it was a good long night of fights um that uh ultimately lost me a ton of money in the long run if i count how much money i could have won um, but you know, overall, I thought it was a good night. Did you have any standout fights other than the uh, the main event for you, Nathan? Oh, I wouldn't call the main event standout. Uh, but no, I am an incredibly. If you think I'm a fake wrestling fan, my UFC knowledge is is 
absolutely bare minimum but i did this for for a podcast with uh rahul who you might remember from rogue opinions on his podcast oh did he watch nine he loves ufc i was gonna say the same thing <laughs> sorry uh, Scott. <laughs> oh i like oh oh you you were too witty i didn't even get it <laughs> I muted for two seconds to take a bite of a biscuit and, and the Americans right in there in front of me. Right in there. Oh, that was because too I'm quick for me. Chomping at the bit, professional broadcaster extraordinaire, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we did it. I only do it like once every three or four months to jump in because he wants his podcast to have the opinion of someone that's not a hardcore UFC fan like he is. So, uh, standout fight. There was the one where the guy just won in like two seconds and he beat up the NFL player. Yes, that was that was great. And then I found out and I found out because I had no knowledge that we really don't like this NFL player. So I was happy. That made me even happier to see him get punched in the face. He's a bad man. Yeah, he's a bad, bad man. Uh, The the ladies that late, the the lady (laughs) just fucking actually leveled the other one that was pretty cool and oh, i can't remember the other one. there was a guy with green hair who was terrible he just got being the shit out of and so no i think honestly turns out none of them stood out to me because i don't remember any of it <laughs> other oh than yeah breaking his leg i couldn't well especially after mcgregor broke his leg or his ankle or whatever the fuck it was um I, I instantly forgot like practically everything else that happened on the show. <laughs> and has been going. I, I love it. <laughs> I have been going know. since six o'clock. The McGregor fight didn't come on until nearly midnight. So anybody who wants to bitch and moan that the Royal Rumble or SummerSlam or WrestleMania is seven hours long, UFC is putting out six plus hour shows. Oh, I didn't watch month. any of the prelim. So I'd literally just watch the main card. If you just watch the main card, but only watch the fights and skip all the Monster Energy adverts, uh, <laughs> it turns out the show's like 30 minutes. So, <laughs> if that. My, my favorite thing about, like, obviously UFC is, is very American. And uh, so there's a lot of adverts. Oh, yeah. But the funny thing with the UFC is the placement of the adverts like the commentators do so the commentators is obviously joe rogan and whoever his mates are uh, the guy the who stole my salmon jacket to wear on a ufc show what literally no 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 he just <laughs> uh, he happened to wear a salmon jacket on a bigger platform than i have so i'm mad at him for it but the so there was one fight and the fight was over and they're doing the the thing where they're about to raise the winner's arm even though we just watched who won so i don't know why they need to do this and then that's where they pick the time to do an advert for a mortgage company <laughs> like they're just about to raise this guy's arm and the commentators are there like if you need to remortgage your home head here and then why don't you give it all to whatever the gambling company's called and buy some monster and there's loads of whiskey adverts around the ring it's like fucking hell this is like <laughs> this is a really weird mix of adverts they've got going on they go Kings, that's the company they go with the Jericho method of randomly inserting adverts in the podcast. It's pretty much is. It's like it's just whatever Dana White fancies buying at any given moment is just tattooed on the ring. Everywhere. And you know, it's it's and, kind of horrible. And you know, guys, I really can't wait to keep talking to you about that. But first, I just got to say a shout out to <laughs> Omaha Steaks. 
No, if it's, if it's Jericho doing it, you've got to be talking normally. And then out of nowhere, be like, oh, Jimmy, that's so great. And I can't wait to keep talking about this book. But first, Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> yeah. DDP yoga. Yeah. If you want to know why I look like a sack of shit. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I do love DDP yoga. Having listened to so many podcasts, like, like over the last, like, couple of months, just, like, I love being able to tell just when you can barely hear like a little whisper of a micro of a microphone hum in something you're like oh cool this is where the ad is skip 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 oh yeah. that sounds like what i've been listening to there we go <laughs> yeah and if we could start doing our adverts in the middle of airport terminals i think <laughs> then we've really made it as podcasters if i could we, if we could start doing our ads in front of an industrial like warehouse fan yeah. i think that <laughs> and i'm gonna record it into an old iphone 3gs <laughs> I'm going to record it into one of those old MSG microphones that drop from the ceiling. Yeah. And it's going to be blue chew. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want your dick really, really hard? Hard, hard, hard. <laughs> uh, Scott, how you doing? I didn't watch uh, the UFC fight because I don't fucking watch UFC. But I, I was in a group chat the next the day after, which had so many memes of Mr. Burns saying, "What was I laughing at? Oh yes, that poor crippled Irishman." <laughs> <laughs> There's a Simpsons meme for everything. There is a Simpsons meme for goddamn everything. There's... As you know, as I as I sent at least, at least three of them uh, in the group chat after England lost. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say three of them per day. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a minimum. <laughs> Absolute minimum. <laughs> Absolute minimum. Did you guys see any of the videos of the Italian team? What, like, how they were celebrating in the locker room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah, they had a good time. They turned they turned their tables into a slip and slide with champagne, and that's the only way I want to celebrate from now on. It looked <laughs> unreal. Dudes in a thong in the background and then the manager moves him off the table they slide some champagne on the table and he slip and slides all the way to the end face plants on the floor unbelievable scenes absolutely a million dollar like video it's like that's like that would that would win america's funniest home videos easily or italy easily easily give the easily kid Call Bob Saget, ten, send them the $10,000 or whatever they used to give people on AFV. You get $10,000? You used it was to. like 250 quid over here for our version of that. Yeah, I think uh, you used to get uh, 10 grand uh, if you were the champion. Oh, man, we got conned for years over here. Are you talking about you've been framed? Yeah, you used to get 250 quid if a video you sent in got shown on TV. Uh, well, I'm not, grand. I'm not sure if you know this or not, Nathan. America is awful with its money. <laughs> no way. And we spend a lot of it on entertainment purposes. So, you know, Disney just had money to burn. Disney owned America's home videos? Yeah, it was on. Uh, it was a touchstone television production, which is owned by Disney, and it was on ABC. Nathan, why are you surprised about you hearing it's something you didn't know Disney owned? They now own, like they they, they always owned thing. it. It was always theirs. 
they own everything. They're going to probably own your laptop at some point that you're recording this on. Uh, I mean, potentially. I don't think anything I've, I'm using right now is owned by Disney. Oh, little is yeah, anything no. Disney related in... Oh, no, there is. Never mind. There's a, there's a puzzle in here, which is a Disney puzzle. Um, you, you forgot to have the maid clean up the uh, the puzzle? No, it's uh, it's in a frame on the wall. Oh, so you had the uh, the executive framer put that together for you. That is exclusively what I call my girlfriend, the executive framer. Oh, no, G- Giles isn't there any longer? I think that was Liam, wasn't it? Oh, that's Jeeves. Oh. He's, so, he's so posh, he doesn't even remember whose servants are whose. Can you believe a blazer wearing prick? <laughs> well, he leaves them in the basement, Scott. I mean, we've talked about this for years. He, he moves to Wales to, make, to distract from the fact that he's posh, but he's still... Oh, you're going in on the Welsh here. You don't think Welsh people are posh? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I paint me as a bad guy. What the wealth's gonna do to me? I live in Glasgow. Things couldn't get worse. Yeah, but say probably nothing. That would just like that would just leave you alone. Um, <laughs> it was great, Jimmy. <laughs> I just, well, I mean, listen. I I was just looking up a uh, geography of Wales just real quickly, just so I could make this joke that the the only reason you moved to Wales is because that's the only place where you could build a castle that falls off of the side of a cliff uh, the right way, so that when one of your savages that you've employed, because the the Welsh are a brutal and savage yet noble country, um, they they once you enslave them and they disobey, you throw them off of the cliff uh, from the the back foyer. Yeah, that was a long-winded. I'm not sure. Was that an insult or a compliment? Uh, both. Just let me know, and we'll just edit in the correct reaction. (laughs) Okay, so we'll cut here, and you guys (laughs) do like a world star thing, like oh, 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 totally got him. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah, well, slam. But yes, yes, I did move here because it was the only place with enough land for my castle. Of course. Yeah, you can't have a subpar castle, I mean, because then what are you even doing it for? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're going to build a castle, you got to build a castle properly, which means you got to have a moat, you got to have sort of huge bricks, an alligator, drawbridge, the works, really. Mm, alligator Loki. Yeah, alligator Loki. My alligators are exclusively CGI. <laughs> and have the little crown. Is it a crown? Uh, it looks like a crown. Uh, it's like a crown of horns. Hmm. Goes over yeah, the good head. for Richard E. Grant. He was fantastic, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he's great. He's always been great. Uh, he's getting he's getting in all the franchises, isn't he? In one of the Star Warses. Yeah, I think he was in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay, I'm sneaking in there. Mm-hmm. It's come a long way from Hudson Hawk. Deep, 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 deep cut. Was, yes. he, in, was he in Logan? Yes, he was in Logan. He was whatever the doctor was called. Dr. Clark? 
But I just like to imagine his IMDb credit as Richard E. Grant, whatever the doctor was called. <laughs> I just don't remember his character's name off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, he was a doctor in that. Dr. Richard E. Grant. Okay. All right. It's good to know that he finally got the uh, the certificate. You know, he's finally doing the work. He's finally got Disney money. He's got that Disney. He's got that Disney fuck money. He can retire now. Uh, apparently, you know, according to the dirt sheets, the uh, the entertainment dirt sheets over there uh, on the the massive uh, and underwhelming internet, uh, Richard E. Grant is open to a uh, spinoff uh, Loki series where it's just him and Alligator Loki. And I said, give me twelve episodes of that. I was really hoping you were going to say a sequel to Hudson Hawk. Which I, don't, which I don't think either of you have seen, judging by I your reactions. I have zero idea what that is. Oh, oh, it's what you're such a about. good movie. Bruce Willis. Well, I was nervous to admit that I hadn't seen it because I was gonna, I thought, is this going to be another thing that you and Jimmy have seen that I haven't seen? And then you give me shit for not seeing it. No, no, I don't watch movies with alliterative titles. It just they, they feel like they're talking down to me. <laughs> But you've never seen any. No, no. Uh, even if even if it's close, you know, like if there's like even a couple of words in there, but there's like B and then B all the way at the end. It just it feels like it's too smart for me. And I just try and turn away. Mm. So you've not seen Hollywood Homicide either. I have not. It's alliterative. So you can only buy Hudson Hawk and Hollywood Homicide as a like dual package. Really? Yeah. Just all the ages. Is that a region thing or? No, I just think it's a, that people aren't going to buy them separately. So we could at least try and shill a couple of copies by being like, hey, you get two movies for uh, one. Double feature, five pounds. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I reckon that was their logic. I mean, hey, listen, Walmart does it all the time. You get, like, four movies in one because they think, like, oh, no one's going to buy the yeah. third Harold and Kumar movie. And it's like, ha-ha, fuck you, I did. And it's like that. It's like no one's going to buy the third Harold and Kumar, the second Alien, or the, the fifth Nightmare on Elm Street. So we're just going to put them all in a box together. So weird. That is pretty weird. That is pretty, pretty weird. Well, there we go then. Richard E. Grant, Hall yeah. of Famer. <laughs> not, oh. not, not our Hall of Fame. He is not a big time in fuck. Yeah. He's like a lovely, lovely man. But Scott, it's funny that Jimmy accidentally segues us because do you know who is a big timing fuck? Ooh, I was going to say our Hall of Fame's been quite quiet recently, but do tell. But well, there, there's a certain man out there who who obviously didn't didn't feel that we were worthy of his time for quite a long time. And uh, said he was taking, didn't want to do any podcasts, didn't want to make the funnies. But it turns out a show with bigger ratings comes along. And he's there at the first time of asking, isn't he, Scott? Yeah, yeah. It seems so. It oh, seems okay. I see what's going on here. I see what's going on here because I went and did a podcast with KJ uh, that him and I had been working on for months um, and that we reviewed. Was it Hell in a Cell 2021 um, over at uh, Roped In Podcast? Well, don't, play, well, well, podcast. No, 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 don't, don't plug it. Don't turn this into don't a plug. You, 
dare you use this as an opportunity to plug? Who are you, me? Well, listen, if I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get put into the Hall of Fame, which is ladies and gentlemen, we already know where this is gonna go. Nathan's gonna say Jimmy's a big timing fuck, and Scott's gonna go, Yeah, I think he is. And then I'm gonna be in the Hall of Fame. And oh, it's oh, all oh, because oh, it's oh, all oh, because oh, it's all because Nathan is upset that he's been in the Hall of Fame all by his lonesome as part of the crew. And I'm I just on my own. I've got I've got Sasha Banks and no, as part of the Rogue Opinions crew. Yeah, I am the only one that's in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I get to hang out with... Who else is in there? Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph. Yeah, I get to hang Vic out with Jericho. him. Ugh. I'm not hanging out with him. I'll just steal his expensive vodka when he passes out. Sorry. I, oh, that's I, a good shout. I was not entirely... I came in a bit of, you know, I thought maybe we should give me the best I doubt. I mean, it's not like we don't do things like say rogue opinions, but then he had to do that impression on me. What is that impression of me that you were doing? It wasn't an impression. It was just a simple change of uh, vocal tone. Not to indicate any change in accent, not to indicate any version of the way that I hear you. It was merely to just change my voice to another voice that had nothing to do with you and uh yeah you know ladies and gentlemen we all we all know where this is going so let's just roll out the red carpet put my ass in there and let's move on you hear her unapologetic the thickhead is no, of course i'm not fucking apologetic about it you know why i'm not apologetic you know why because i am a big time and fuck you know why motherfuckers because i'm fucking hilarious and i deserve it put me in Let's go. I'm not. I'm not doing it. But you know who I am going to put in there instead, just to just to annoy the American Scott. I'm going to nominate KJ. Oh. Yeah. Oh. For big timing us by taking our American. I know. Like, like American. thinking we didn't even need him. Like when when that weird uncle that's not meant to pick up the kids from school and the school let let him for some reason. Does KJ not realise there aren't enough Americans to go around all the podcasts in the world? He has to go and take ours. <laughs> yeah, does KJ not realise every white American has a podcast? He doesn't need to take our one. He's ours. See, what I'm hearing here, ladies and gentlemen, if I may therapize the group here briefly, I'm hearing a lot of jealousy. I'm hearing a lot of... Uh, a lot of down talking to a man who was very sweet to me on a podcast that he didn't need to have me on, uh, but he did, and it was lovely. Uh, so KJ, I because I know you listen. Um, if you're listening right now, just know that you don't have my vote for the big timing fucks Hall of Fame. You don't. You're a good. You're a good, honest man. KJ, KJ, if you're listening right now, switch this off and go find your own American. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so KJ does the intro, lended his voice to the intro of the Naked Men podcast. So I'm kind of going against the grain. I just asked him to do something for me a few months ago, and he did it very nicely, no questions asked. And now, am I that sort of person that's just going to turn on him immediately? You yes. know you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think KJ, 
on a vote of two votes to one, he, he's a big time in fuck. You're, you, the way you did that is basically a case of like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't do it sooner. Yeah, I'm sorry that you got upset by the things <laughs> that I said. What does oh. KJ stand for? Oh, Kayfabe Jobber. Never mind. Kayfabe Jobber, yeah. It's uh, a strange name. Uh, that's why you changed it to yeah. That KJ Guy. Over on Twitter, ladies no, and gentlemen, go hit him up at That KJ Guy, ladies and gentlemen. Every week you can find him on the Rogue Opinions <laughs> podcast. And every week? Every week, because I'm going to bring him up every week. Oh, so he's not going to be on it. We're just going to talk about him every I'm week. I'm going to plug the Roped In podcast every single week. Because that's what I'm going to do for my buddy who brought me on. Oh, that's that's going to get annoying. Oh, dude, Ali even said on, uh, I think it was the Wrestling Roast or something at one point, I submitted some question randomly at two in the morning while I was like half asleep and half drunk. And they read it out on the podcast for, ooh, potluck. And uh, uh, KJ says my name and Ali just goes, that's eh, your boyfriend, isn't he? <laughs> oh, is he? See what you've done. You've put your phone like in the all the like think we're open. <laughs> you know, we don't need to put labels on it. I mean, you're going you know, to upset Ollie. Maybe we need to. Maybe we need to, Scott. We need to uh, have Ollie on instead of the American. I'm uh, If you call it an A-team episode and it's you two and Ollie, I'm going to lose. Me and KJ will lose our collective shit. I'm telling Ethan, you right what, now. Ethan, what the fuck are you doing? You're going against podcast etiquette. You have an American. We already have a Scottish guy. We don't need another one. What are you doing? You are oh, I didn't, I'm sorry. Scottish I didn't. Etiquette. I didn't. I didn't know Ollie was Scottish. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Ollie. There's no room for you. Actually, Ollie thought I was Scottish because he had never listened to the show. He just <laughs> assumed by my name that I was Scottish. What, Jimmy. Jimmy Baxter. Apparently that's Scottish. I don't know. I'm still thrown through a loop. KJ, Scott, can you it. confirm? I didn't think Baxter was a Scottish name. Neither did I. Neither did I. But I heard it on the podcast uh, while we were recording. KJ was like, oh, I thought uh, Ollie thought you were Scottish. And I was like, really? I know that Baxter is a British name uh, because there's a pub somewhere. I think it's like outside of Leeds. or it's, I forget where it is. It's been a long time since I've had the shirt. But there's a Baxter pub like in uh, in England somewhere. And I've never been, but apparently our family crest hangs there. Hmm. Interesting. I'm looking it up now. It is an Anglo-Saxon Scottish name. Yep. Your family crest. <laughs> you should wear it with pride, Jimmy, from now on. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it tattooed. It's a lot of it's a lot of elk horn. See if um see if AEW will print it for you. <laughs> If I can get a good enough thing, I have a I have a shirt guy actually. <laughs> you have a shirt guy, what? I have a shirt you guy. You live in New Jersey. They have guys. You thought, Scott? You think I'm posh? He's on about having a tailor. I don't have a tailor. I have a guy a who will put logos on shirts for me if I pay him. Don't try and pass the posh buck on a Jimmy here. Thank you, oh, sorry, Scott. I've never I've never said the sentence. I've got a shirt guy. Yeah, well, but... if, I, if you had a shirt guy, I'm sure you would proudly wave that flag and be like, I got a shirt guy, don't worry. Sarah Taylor is more than just shirts, though. 
and so you're the one who made that distinction. I knew what he meant when we talked about Family Quest shirt guy. I knew what he meant. But what do you mean by shirt guy? The guy who put logos like hot press a logo onto a shirt for me. Isn't that just a t-shirt shop? Yeah, with uh, a guy who works there, who he knows. That's his he's guy. my guy. It's my guy. I feel like you two are ganging up on me. No, you just seem like can't understand the simple like scenario here. He's a guy. He's he a guy. A t-shirt. He knows who printed him a shirt. T-shirt guy. I got a guy. I don't know why I have to explain this to you. I have a guy. Scott, Wait. you got a guy for stuff, right? You got a guy? Yeah, I got a guy. You got a guy. Yeah, you got he's a guy got a guy. We all got guys. You got a guy, Ethan? No. You got to get oh, a guy. See, that's oh, my God, to get pro- you a guy. That's the problem. Nathan doesn't have a guy. Mm. We got to get Nathan yep. a guy. What do you want? Shirts? You want rugs? You got? You want shoes? What do you got? What do you want? You want chicken? And get you chicken. I got a chicken guy. No, I don't eat chicken. Oh, okay. I got I got like a broccoli guy. I know that you're into the. Uh... Sorry, into I get the broccoli. <laughs> into the broccoli. Are you, into a, broccoli. are you a vegan, Nathan? Like I have a vegan guy. You strike me as a vegan. I'm not a vegan. By the way, if you guys check the chat, I found the exact uh, crest that uh, I had the shirt for. Unfortunately, it's a lot of Elkhorn, right? Or is that a mix? It's a lot. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not, not a big fan. Lie. Not a big fan. Also, it's like it's like a kind of like a, a is that a lady's head or is it like a, a helmet or something? That's what I'm thinking. It is. It's like a uh, like some sort of medieval era like steel helmet on the top there. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Although it'd be cool if you had that and you could wear it. Like, as in yeah. the actual helmet. Yes, yeah, I would absolutely wear the helmet because then I would look like, uh, I don't know, it's a pretty deep cut, but you guys ever play Star Wars Fallen Order? I oh, literally, I, I just got it the other day. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. There, it's you way know, better there's... than what I was going to say, which is that you could wear it to a nice white shirt party. Ooh. So I would another wear. another movie that Scott's probably not seen. Eyes wide yeah, shot. I, I've heard I've heard of it though. I've heard of it more than the last movie you mentioned. Hudson Hawk. Yeah, that that one. <laughs> oh, do yourself a favor, Scott. Google it real quick because it looks awful. Like what, Hudson genuinely Hawk. Awful. It's great. And now that's all the confirmation I need that it is genuinely awful. Are you saying I like bad movies? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear about that. Just because I watch things that aren't Star Wars. Oh, here we go. Throwing fan <laughs> fandoms under the bus. Nathan Greenaway, everybody. Throwing fandoms under the bus. There's nothing wrong with Star Wars fandom. He says lying. That's what that means. Wayne podcast going at the minute it covers Star Wars at the minute. Me and Carl, you're throwing that back in our faces. God, this looks shit. What is, what is this? Fucking Bruce Willis is like, look at me, I've got a new hat. We just got out of prison in 
and then he's got to go and steal Leonardo da Vinci's work. On the way to get a hat? It's a fun movie. No, he already had the hat. He had a hat guy. Even Bruce Willis has got a guy, but you can't get a guy. Of course Bruce Willis has got a guy. Because he's super fucking rich. Oh, Bruce Willis has nothing but guys. He's got a team of guys. He only has guys because I don't think Bruce Willis has any friends. Because he's a horrible <laughs> man. I can't remember what... There's a there's a story about Bruce Willis. That I can't remember what movie it was. Uh, but they were filming something on the marina where Bruce Willis keeps his boat. So they'd obviously asked the people to move their boats at the marina for the day so that they could film. And he just refused. So he was just driving it in the back of their shot for ages. Oh, you know what? You know, I have a submission for the Big Timing Fox Hall of Fame. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. If you guys have ever heard Kevin Smith. Big Time. Oh, a lot of people. He's a notorious asshole, allegedly. Yeah, he Um, is. (laughs) Like... Just listen to Kevin Smith talk about Bruce Willis for even five minutes, and you're like, God damn. Yeah, he's a guy who got famous like doing some half decent doing some like decent work and then just decided he was done. Pretty much I reckon after the sixth sense. That was the last time he tried. Uh Looper. Looper was actually really good. Looper was good. But he just had to play like a stern faced guy, which is kind of doesn't really take any acting for him. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is you have to write to Bruce Willis's strengths at this point. And as a crotchety old just, man. Yeah, just an asshole, basically. Just just he's an asshole. Allegedly, he's an asshole. So he makes you know, like make him an asshole. He, Why not? he makes like 15 movies a year. Which is what I don't understand, because you get the impression that he doesn't actually want to work much anymore. But if you well, go he's on got all that diehard money, yeah, if you go on his IMDb page and look at like the things he signed up for, he signed up for like 15 movies in the next couple of years. Jesus. Yeah. What? One of them will be like a commercial success of some kind, and then that will be what he pays his bills for for the year. Pays his bills. We all get those gimmicks every month. Need the money. I, like I said, he's got that diehard money. He's got uh, what else? I don't know. Cop Out didn't do that well. Pulp uh, Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Was he in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Was he in Pulp Fiction? I haven't watched Pulp Fiction in sixteen years, dude. I mean, he That's... had. He, it was that long ago? He had hair. Yeah. Oh, true. Well, I don't I remember a, a lot of. Son. I don't remember a lot of Bruce Willis with hair movies or TV shows. Oh, Moonlighting. Yeah. yeah. You know. Are we just gonna sit uh, Sin City? Are we just going? Back oh, and Sin City's Jamie? great. Sin City's great. Um, Bruce Willis movies. Uh, Red. Oh, Red. Of course. How could I forget Red, Red? Two? <laughs> oh, if we're doing individuals, we got Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, Die Hard Two. I heard 4.0. He was in the post-credit scene of Split. He was. Oh, speaking of, he's in Unbreakable and then Glass. Oh, Glass. It was a bad Glass movie. Was such a letdown. Such a letdown. 
don't know why anyone was surprised. Well, if there's anybody who wouldn't be able to stick the landing, it's mm, Night Shyamalan. That's a scrubs joke for everyone. <laughs> I don't love a good scrubs joke. But yeah, he signed up for like 15 movies. That's absurd. One of them is just called Hair of the Dog, which I think is just him waking up after making another movie and just carrying on making movies. Probably, the film's probably he wakes up one day and he's suddenly a dog. That's probably going to be the quality of a movie he does now. Well, nothing will that, ever be... That sounds uh, awesome. If we could get a Bruce Willis movie where he's like a horrible old man and then he wakes up and the next day is a dog, I'm in. Tell me more about that story, Scott. I write itself, to be honest with you. It's to put the camera on, Bruce said, here's a yes. bunch of money. You're this, you're a dog now. Go. <laughs> well, there's no editing. He just has to act like a dog. Yeah. You just I would watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that a lot. I'd watch that, like, right now. Just got to make sure the player treats around the set for him. So, you know, give him incentive. Oh, good. Make sure there's an open door every half hour or so, so in case Bruce Willis has to go outside to do his business. I'm really leaning into the dog metaphor, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to work on how the dog deals with being Bruce Willis. <laughs> I don't think many people would notice the difference. They, they try and speak to him and they wouldn't get much of a reaction back from him. Well, now you're just being mean. Isn't that really, like the entirety of what we do here. We're just sort of like assholes. Isn't that what we've been doing a bit briskless for the last 10 minutes? Isn't a rogue opinion something somebody wouldn't agree with? Therefore, in some in someone's eyes, you would be viewed as an asshole? <laughs> I would guess so. Yeah, because if the opinions are rogue, then they got to be out there against the norm. Then, like That's really what being a rogue is. I suppose so, yeah. So would that make us would that would that make us the asshole team? I don't know. (laughs) Are all rogues assholes or are they just like visionaries? Ooh, that is a question to ponder, ladies and gentlemen. Like if you say who is that dashing rogue in the corner? And somebody has like like a rose in their mouth and they're like standing up, like, does that make them an asshole? Or are they just you know, eccentric. I don't think it automatically makes them an asshole. Like, cause you've, you've already said they're dashing. So they might turn out to be a very nice person. But, I mean, you just got to get really down into the definition of what being a rogue is at that point. Like, because obviously going rogue is you're breaking loads of rules. Mm-hmm. But rules, as we all know, are made to be broken. I thought we well, all, I thought, I thought we all knew that real... Rules help control the fun. Well, according to the to the Google machine, uh, the first uh, the the first definition is a dishonest or unprincipled man, similar to scoundrel or villain. Um, the second one, though, which is a huge departure, an elephant or other large animal driven away or living apart from the herd and having savage or destructive tendencies. I think I like that one a little bit more. That's us. That's pretty much us. Interestingly, Bruce Willis is signed up to do a movie called White Elephant. 
And so, he brings it back around, ladies and gentlemen. So maybe he is a rogue. Maybe say, he, no, Bruce Willis is just one of us. No, what, what what that means is he skipped over an animal. He's like, I can't be going around playing a dog. He's going to play an elephant now. Oh, what a cast. Michael Rooker's in this. John Malkovich. Yeah, all people who never say no to things. A man <laughs> called Ski Car. And that Sounds is like a hell of a literally, fella. as it's as I've just said it, S-K-I space C-A-R-R. Ski Car. Okay. That's a new one. Oh, of course he's Californian. <laughs> no one else would call their kid Ski. Of course. You said that with such disdain in your voice as well. Of course he's from California. Well, I'm trying to think of other places that would call their kids Ski. No, no, Back, no. I mean, oh, you look good in holes. Yeah, good for ski. Not, not a lot of skis in Essex, Nathan. No, not a lot of skis or skiing. Um, or really any sort of... Just no skis. Sometimes water skis. Do we have a, a, lot of water, a lot of water sports going on there in Essex? Not a lot, but you're not far away from the coast. But uh, so. some water sports? Some would be the word that I would use, yes. Yeah, yeah, they happen in small enclosed areas, maybe dark rooms or whatnot. Oh, you mean that water sports? Mm, uh, yeah, I'll... legally you have to do it four times a um, week. Well, you're not He's allowed to live got in Essex. It. No, oh, so I was speaking specifically Essex. Yeah, there's a lot of water sports, but not a lot of water sports. Okay, so we're going to clip that. Okay, we're just going to clip that. <laughs> if we could just ISO that, if we could just ISO that real quick, play it back. <laughs> we'll get that down for you. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you. That's gonna need to be uh it's gonna need to be my ringtone. There's a lot of water sports. There is. But not a lot of water sport. Oh, okay. So not a lot of sea dews being taken out. Not a lot of boats. Mm. My, there's some boats, like because say you can go to the coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, with there being a coast, that would mean there's boats. But I mean, you're not going to get a lot of jet skiers from from Essex. You are an island nation, right? right. I mean, Essex isn't a nation, but no, I mean the England as a whole. Yes. Yeah, but just... So there's a lot of coastline, a lot of room for water sports. Hashtag water sports, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of room for water sports. There it is. We've done it. you got to go down south, south coast. That's where all your your posh water skiers are. So what you're saying is, is down south, there's plenty of water sports. That is what I'm saying. You have to go real, real down all (laughs) the way. All the way down into the trenches, so to speak. It's got a lot of water sport in Glasgow. No, it's too cold. <laughs> too cold for water. <laughs> they, they, what do they piss like zero centigrade? Like, oh, and the winter is just pure steam. It's just 
95%. I love how as soon as I say it's too cold, we just sail by any pretense of what water sports was. And then we just came right out with it. Fuck metaphors. <laughs> that's la- that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag water sports. Hashtag fuck metaphors. At rogue underscore opinion on the Twitter. Guys, it's been great to get a band it has back been. together. It's been very good. We promise not to just meander next time, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have some more fun content in the next, I don't know, uh, how long did I take off last time? Another four or five months, and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll bring the band back together again, get another yeah. reunion tour. We are let's the know, Let us know what you want us to do for Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah. And let's make let's make Nathan watch what me and Scott consider the uh, the matches of the year, but they're really just awful. Yeah. actually i might like him if they're bad that's fair we have to give him like really good ones scott yeah Yeah. but can we we, like really good matches that are under 15 minutes Mm -mm. exclusively 30 minutes or more fuck we really want to talk to him can we just send him a bunch of youtube links to episodes of aw dark and tell him he has to watch the men's (laughs) bill from again to end Oh yeah and then then he has to come up with his own list of the best of the worst wrestling show other than WWE Raw. It just sounds quite fun. If Dark wasn't like two hours long per episode. Mm, that's it. 16 matches an episode, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Nathan's going to be doing for you. matches an episode. I couldn't even remember five from the fucking UFC. <laughs> Dude, fucking every time they open up the show and Excalibur is just like, ladies and gentlemen, we got 16 great matches for you here on AW, and I'm immediately tuning out and watching like Philip DeFranco or something that I can digest in 10 minutes. You'd literally be like, oh, what's the best five from 2021's Dark? And it would be just the last five matches from the last five episodes because the only ones I can remember. So if you want Nathan to painstakingly. That's a good good punishment. That's a really good punishment. Watch every Dark. Horrendous, though. It's too, that's too much. 52 times, oh god, there's so many hours. So many hours. 104 hours. All right, so let's bring it around the table, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start with Scott McLeod. Scott, what do you got going on? Tell us what uh, you and Paul are up to and what else you got going on over here on the Rogue Opinion Speed. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at Scott McLeod 1986. You can find Scott and Paul's Rambling podcast at SP Rambling. We just released an episode talking about all things going on in Impact right now and the stories that have been leading into Slammiversary coming up this weekend. We're going to have a shorter podcast coming out sometime, hopefully Friday, uh, to give you our official predictions for Slammiversary and then reviewing it the following week. And we're going to have some other Impact, non-Impact related content and we're going to get back to Fraser eventually. Uh, you know, here in Rogue Opinions, uh, also the Rogue Rich Smackdown review, me and Carl, uh, finished I had the Mandalorian pod and we've rebranded ourselves as podding it easy and our first official episode under that banner uh, we are ranking every Star Wars TV show and film from worst to best our opinions were so you're seeing her mind my list very to Carl's list and then in the weeks to come we're going to be reviewing Ed Loki episode by episode so you know Jimmy, if you want, if you have the time, if you want to come on the episode, talk about alligator look at some point, we'll have you on. I'll be uh, there for episode four. <laughs> uh, we also, I'd also love to have you on at some point on my new show, the uh, 
first episode is already out with Nathan, my new show, No Rogues Barred. And I sit down show with members of the Rogue Opinions team. Uh, like I said, my episode with Nathan is already out. And I'm hoping to have episodes coming out soon with Carl and a few other guys. Uh, it's not going to be a weekly or even a bi thing. It's just going to depend on the availability of the guys I want to talk to. So, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed doing the first episode with Nathan. So uh, expect more, more like that to come. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. And if you guys haven't checked any of that, please go check it out. ASAP. Nathan, what you got up? What you getting up to, buddy? Yeah, you can find me at Nathan Greenaway on the Twitter. Uh, Scott's already said, like, uh, check out all the new series that Rogue Opinions has got going on. There's a lot of new stuff uh, to come. There's been kind of quite a bit of a revamp of the schedule lately. So there's a lot of good content out there, but uh, the Naked Men podcast uh, keeps rolling on. It's becoming the last last surviving of the OG podcasts, and uh, I don't I don't know when this will go out, but there's a new episode coming out this coming Friday, or it will already be there on the feed. Uh, you can be talk weekly about football or soccer if you're over in the states uh, on Project Dits. It's at Project D I T S every Saturday on Plus Added Time. And uh, yeah, my comedy scripted podcast, That Ain't Sport, uh, there's uh, finally going to be a new episode coming out pretty pretty damn soon, so keep an eye out on the feed that's at That Ain't Sport on the Twitter. Excellent, excellent. And ladies and gentlemen, it has been a wonderful time in the Pro Wrestling Magic Kingdom as we have moved over to IWTV. That is right, the best kept secret in Eastern USA professional indie wrestling, wrestling has come to IWTV and our first two shows that 90 show and candy coated kingdom were an absolute smash hit success. So please go and check that out over there. If you have your IWTV subscription, if you do not just follow any number of the promotions that are on there and you will find a code to get you a five day free trial. Um, also, uh, you can follow me over at, uh, Mr. Riot. That's M R R I zero T cause counter-strike is a thing when I was a kid and, um, I mean, that's been pretty much it. Oh, yeah, you can go back into the archives of the Roped In podcast where you hear me and KJ talk about Hell in a Cell 2021 if you do want to listen back to the horror that that was. Um, I think that's pretty much it, though. Go go follow Pro Wrestling Magic at Wrestling Magic or at Pro Wrestling Magic on Twitter and Instagram, respectively. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, other than that, I will be watching the television and... Finishing off bottles of Blue Moon while I sit here and enjoy <laughs> and enjoy the solitude that the uh, that the pandemic has brought me. And thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us here on the A-Team Reunion Special. And I promise you guys, ladies and gentlemen, it's on recording, so you'll have to hold me to it. I'm not going away anytime soon. You'll be hearing the A-Team back in full effect. ASAP. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And uh, what is the old sign? Oh, that's right. Come on, everybody!